0: Folks, remember this past summer when everyone was talking about raiding Area 51? Yeah. About 1,500 people showed up, but no aliens were seen, according to mainstream news. If you're anything like me, then you might be curious about where this interest in extraterrestrial life came from. In the early 20th century, there were scattered reports of cigar shaped objects and flying saucers in the sky. By 1947, people were looking to the sky with a mixture of wonder and fear. That same year, and some of you might know what I'm about to say, one of these unidentified flying objects crash-landed a few minutes north of Roswell, New Mexico. This event is one of the most thoroughly investigated controversies in UFO history. At first, people accepted the military's initial claim of a downed weather balloon, and promptly forgot about it until the 1980s, when ufology had really got its foot in the door of the public mind. Okay, let's establish a timeline here. It's 1947, New Mexico in June. It's probably hot and deserty. A man by the name of William Brazel, also known as Mac, was working on Foster Ranch with his son Vernon. Suddenly, the pair find some weird stuff on the ground that kind of looks like parts from a vehicle, all shiny and twisted up and broken, like a crashed car. But there's something off about it. Different accounts say what Mac did with the debris. Some say he left it there for a few weeks before reporting it, and others say he bundled it up and hid it under some brush. In any case, he collects some of the debris up, and on July 7th, He drives it into Roswell to show the sheriff. Sheriff George Wilcox is just as confounded by the stuff as Mac. So he calls up Colonel Blanchard, commander of the Roswell Army Airfield's 509th Composite Group. The colonel shows up, and even he doesn't know what to make of the shiny debris. He then takes it upon himself to call General Roger W. Ramey, commander of the 8th Air Force in Fort Worth, Texas. The general sends Major Jesse Marcel, an intelligence officer, to investigate the scene. Mack takes the sheriff, the colonel, and the intelligence officer back to the ranch where the remaining debris is. The next day, Major Marcel releases a public statement to the Roswell Daily Record with the headline, RAAF captures flying saucer on ranch in Roswell. The day after that, the Roswell Daily Record retracts the Major's statement with the remedial headline, Army debunks Roswell flying disc as world simmers with excitement. I think there are two possibilities here. One, the Major determined the debris to be so strange that there could be no other explanation besides the fact that it originated from an extraterrestrial source, and the Army recants his statement to keep the public from panicking. Or, two, the Major misidentifies the debris because of the recent interest in UFOs and misdirected paranoia from the Cold War, and the Army corrects his original statement. Personally, I find the former explanation more fun which is probably why this topic is so controversial. I don't care if it's illogical or improbable. I love the idea that there's more out there in the unknown than what we perceive to be real. In addition to a willingness to believe, there's a number of things that we don't know, which, surprisingly, lend credence to the Roswell mystery the New Mexico Representative Stephen Schiff requested an audit on the incident from the Air Force's General Accounting Office. According to that 1995 report in its investigation into the Roswell incident, 1. There was no requirement at the time to report weather balloon crashes. 2. Records of the Roswell incident were destroyed, and it's not known under what authority they were destroyed. Three, only two government documents from 1947 about the incident were recovered. These documents included an FBI report from the time that said, quote, an object resembling a weather balloon, unquote, was recovered near Roswell, and an Air Force report which noted that a flying disc was recovered and later identified as a radar tracking balloon. I don't know about you, but the fact that only two documents about the incident were recovered is a little suspicious to me. And there were other documents, but they had been destroyed, and nobody knows why or by whom. You might think that with all this time that's gone by, and with all the investigating that's been done, this controversy might be put to rest. But even as recently as 2017, people have been digging deeper into the Roswell mystery. The Huffington Post published a story in their Weird News section featuring retired Air Force Lieutenant Colonel Richard French, who claimed that there were actually two crashes at the Roswell site in 1947. French had flown hundreds of combat missions in Southeast Asia and served more than 27 years in the military before he came forward with his story. He claims that the first crash was indeed a UFO, which had been shot down by an experimental electromagnetic pulse weapon. The following crash had occurred when another UFO, presumably which had come to recover the first, was also shot down. French says he'd seen photographs of the UFOs in a folder he'd thumbed through. He didn't say where though. Parts of the UFOs had inscriptions on them, which he likened to Arabic letters. French later became one of the authors on Project Blue Book, the Air Force's study on UFO encounters. Another retired official, former Army Colonel John Alexander, refutes French's claims. He had said to the Huffington Post that during the 80s, he helped to develop the pulse power weapon systems, and that it wouldn't have been possible to have that type of technology in 1947. To put it into perspective, they had a limited laser system in the 60s, but beyond that, there wasn't anything that could possibly take down a flying craft, unidentified or not. Now, let's take a look at the weather balloon explanation. Roger Lanius, a retired curator of space history at the Smithsonian, puts it very elegantly. Because of the cultural phenomena at the time, what with the development of atomic weapons and the arms race of the Cold War lurking in the backs of everyone's minds, people were seeing things they couldn't quite explain. Unfamiliar things that hadn't been seen before. And as with the developments in technology, it wouldn't seem like too far of a jump to reason that if humanity could leave the Earth, then perhaps something else could come to us. The official story of the Roswell incident points to Project Mogul. It was led by geophysicist Maurice Ewing and consisted of sound detecting aircraft, which would be used to monitor distant nuclear blasts, which, considering the Cold War, makes complete sense. The project was canceled in 1950, though, because the balloons were too hard to control. If anything, the Roswell incident lends credence to this, seeing as the balloon crashed. All in all, I think the balloon crash is very logical. But again, I don't care. I think it's way cooler to think that extraterrestrials were at the helm of this incident, but part of me also thinks that they would be too smart to have tech that could be affected by something humans made. In any case, the Roswell incident remains a fun starting point for the UFO phenomenon.